Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. We're going to be picking up in verse 12 of John chapter 21 today. Now come and have some breakfast, Jesus said. None of the disciples dared to ask him, who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Then Jesus served them the bread and the fish. This was the third time Jesus had appeared to his disciples since he had been raised from the dead. After breakfast, Jesus asked Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, Peter replied. You know I love you. Then feed my lambs, Jesus told him. Jesus repeated the question, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord, Peter said. You know I love you. Then take care of my sheep, Jesus said. A third time he asked him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt that Jesus asked the question a third time. He said, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said, then feed my sheep. I tell you the truth. When you were young, you were able to do as you liked. You dressed yourself and went wherever you wanted to go. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and others will dress you and take you where you don't want to go. Jesus said this to let him know by what kind of death he would glorify God. Then Jesus told him, follow me. Imagine just for one second what it's going to be like to have breakfast with Jesus on the shore of the Sea of Galilee. I imagine that that's very much what heaven is going to be like. Not just fellowship with Jesus, but just enjoying a simple pleasure, something as simple as breakfast. Because having breakfast, not only is it comprehensively the best meal of the day, and you can go ahead and try and change my mind on that, but it's not going to work because it's just comprehensively good. There's no such thing as bad breakfast food. Having breakfast with friends is also one of life's basic, most simplest joys. Delicious food at the beginning of the day with friends, it's just amazing. There's no more simple and easily accessible joy to have. And to have that with Jesus, this is going to be a tremendous meal for the disciples to have with Jesus on the sea. Jesus has a private conversation with Simon Peter after breakfast is done. Jesus asks three times, as we saw, if Peter loves him. And Simon Peter responds three times, yes, I do love you. And I want to point out here that the English language, it does translate this really well, but there's a little bit of nuance here, a little bit of an interesting thing going on with the word love because there's different types of love, right? There's a difference between the love that you have for your significant other and your children versus the love that you might have for your favorite t-shirt or your favorite meal or you know, your favorite TV show. There's a difference in that type of love. And hear what Jesus is saying the first and second time when he asks Simon Peter this question. So do you agape me? And the Greek word there, agape, means the self-sacrificial love that God has for all people. This is the love from John 3.16, for God so loved the world. This is the self-sacrificial, self-denial unconditional love that God has. And Jesus is asking Simon Peter, do you have that love for me? And Simon Peter, uh, compared to the rest of these, do you love me more than these? Simon Peter has been humbled. And I think, you know, earlier on in Jesus' ministry, he wouldn't respond the way that he did. And yet all this time with Jesus, I think has humbled him to the point where he says, I'm not going to be able to answer definitively and for sure to know, like, 
yes, I quantifiably love you more than these, meaning the rest of the disciples, meaning his old occupation, right? Do you love Jesus more than anything else that you see around? And Simon Peter says, yes, I love you. And he said, and when Simon Peter says this, that he's not using the word agape, he's answering humbly, but he recognizes that Jesus is a close and dear friend. He says, yeah, I, I, I love you. You're a really good friend of mine. But it's not that agape love that Jesus asks. And then Jesus says, do you agape me? This is the second time. And Peter again, humbly answers, Yes, you know, Lord, you know my heart. Surely Jesus knows Peter's heart here. And Simon Peter again says, yeah, you're, you're still a really close friend to me. And then the third time that Jesus asks this, he doesn't use the word agape, but then he goes and says the kind of love that Peter has been using as a close friend. Are you really a close friend of mine? Do you really care for me as a close friend? And Peter is hurt, and surely this would have drawn attention to the betrayal and denial that he has for Jesus here as he denies knowing him back when he was under arrest. And Simon Peter, even though he's hurt, remains consistent and says, Lord, you know my heart, right? He's, he's relying on the fact that Jesus knows him so well that this is, you know everything. You know that I love you. This is true. And Peter is restored in this asking as a disciple, Jesus commissions him here to take care of his sheep. Now, this is not Jesus having a flock of animals somewhere in the land of Israel. Jesus is talking about his followers. Peter, in this text, is given the pastoral role in a way of being able to not just feed spiritually the, the flock of Christ, but to take care of them, to defend them, to do what a leader ought to do. And Peter is being, as he's being reinstated here, is given this role as the spiritual shepherd of the flock of Christ. Jesus extends in this, that invitation that he extended to Simon Peter all those months and years ago when he was on that shore of the same lake, probably just down the shore a little bit, when Jesus extends the invitation to Simon Peter the first time to follow me. Right? And it's just such a profound, simple invitation that as Peter accepts this, Jesus reveals to him how he's going to die. This is, the, this is what it's going to look like to follow Jesus, not just to take care of the flock, but this is how you're going to die. Jesus is showing Simon Peter that he's going to die the way that Jesus died. The tradition holds that Simon Peter is crucified outside of Rome. And that matter of fact, he's crucified upside down. That's what church tradition has. This is what we, we view and know about Simon Peter. But all of this is just such this beautiful text, this private conversation where Jesus shows that unconditional love to Simon Peter. And the invitation that he gives to Simon Peter is to love him unconditionally in return, which leads us to the day, today's take up, takeaway question. What does it look like to love God with the same kind of love that he has for us? Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistle. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.